So we have a system now where the overwhelming majority of American children are being taught to read using methods that we've known are quackery since Horace Mann introduced them into the public schools in Boston. Hey everybody, welcome back to Fearless with Mark and Amber, the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. I'm your co-host Amber Archer, and with me as usual is my husband, Mark Archer. Am I allowed to be in the room? You're allowed to be in the room. <laughs> if you could hear how many times we've started and stopped. He looks Recu- at me. I don't. I didn't even look at you. I'm just sitting here, and oh. you talk, and then you look at me, and then you stop talking, and then we laugh at each other. Yes. So you. Get, so this is a husband and wife show. Welcome. And it's not my fault. It's. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we we're a husband and wife filmmaking team on a mission to educate, motivate, and inspire others to get involved in their local communities to defend biblical principles and values. And right now we're working on our new documentary called The Mind Polluters that's dealing with the sexualization of our children in the public education system and others. It's not just public education these days. pretty much everywhere now. We're going to finish up our conversation, our four-part conversation with Alex Newman, who we had a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking all about the education system. And right at the forefront of this, I just want to say, we are in no way um, here to bash teachers. Teachers are just as much victims of the system as the kids who are being harmed by this. Teachers are the victims of the same system as the students. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of which level of the system because the teachers are educated by the universities and the universities have been infiltrated by this common core whole word method um over sexualization i mean the whole the whole thing and it all goes together so you you see every, all of this all of this goes together and and just the attack of our children mm-hmm. so they're only the, the teachers are being are teaching what they've been taught to teach right and in order to get the degree to get the job to teach the kids they have to recite back the answers that the university says these are the right answers so if you really want to get to the core of this you have to address at the university level, mm-hmm. what is being taught to the teachers yeah. by the professors. And so what Alex is going to talk with us about today in part four is the whole word method, which is not good at all. It's what is being pushed into pretty much all of the schools, even in the private schools. Mm-hmm. We've seen this come home in homework assignments uh, and our girls go to a private school. Mm-hmm. And this is the whole word method, as he'll explain, is not teaching phonics. Right. Phonics is how you have to teach kids to read. That's how they learn to read and can read anything. Whole word method is not the same. And he's going to go into that. Right. Right. So let's dive right in and listen to this last part with Alex Newman. There was an incredible development in human communication when the phonetic writing system was born. And this apparently goes back to the Phoenicians. And so prior to that time, uh, humans typically, when they wrote things down, wrote using uh, ideographic or hieroglyphic systems of writing, where uh, instead of having a phonetic system where each symbol represents a sound, you had a system where each symbol represents an idea or a word or a noun. So if you were going to write out a bird in, say, ancient hieroglyphic type uh, writing systems or ideographic type writing systems, you might draw an actual picture of a bird. And so somebody could look at that and say, oh, bird. Um, 
Whereas when the phonetic writing system was born, suddenly you could, anything that you could say could be recorded onto a paper. So the, the system of phonetic writing and reading involves having symbols. Each symbol represents one or more sounds. So an obvious example is to take the word cat. The C makes a K sound. You combine that with the A, the A uh sound, and then the T, the T sound, and you spell out cat. And so any sound that you can make, you can, you can write down on a piece of paper. And when you teach this type of writing system, the way to teach it is to teach the children that each symbol represents one or more sounds. And then you show them the name of the letter and the sound that the letter makes or the sounds that the letter makes and then how to blend those together. And that enables a child or an adult to decipher, to read anything that you can put in front of them. So you could come to a word that you've never seen before, that you've never heard before, and you could still sound it out and say it. Now, the, the whole word method of teaching reading basically eliminates the teaching of phonics. Now, now because parents got mad, they've started throwing a little bit of phonics in after they do the whole word method. So we'll talk about that in a moment. But the whole word method, what they do is they, in, instead of breaking down the word cat into three symbols, each one that makes its own sound, they would put the word cat on the paper and teach the child that the word cat is a symbol for the word, for the animal cat. And so if you remember that when you see this combination of squiggly lines, that means cat, uh, then every time you see that combination of squiggly lines, you say, oh, cat. And a very, very smart child with an incredibly good memory might be able to memorize a few thousand words if they're really fortunate. But what happens when they come to a word that they haven't memorized? Well, it just looks like Chinese. Right? I mean, uh, it's just weird squiggly lines on a paper that mean nothing. And so when you have um, this whole word method, what happens is that the brain develops a, a reflex. When you teach children to, to look at words as if the word itself is a symbol, they approach reading in a completely different way than you would approach it if you had learned properly with phonics. And, you know, people kind of caught on to this. I mentioned Rudolph Flesch in 1955 blew the whistle on this. And there's been many since then who've blown the whistle. Uh, in 1973, Sam Blumenfeld came out with the New Illiterates. Um, more recently now, we've got uh, a very prominent neuroscientist, a, a brain scientist in France, Dr. Stanislas Dahane, who's been doing brain scans on children who've been exposed to the whole word method versus children who've learned to read using phonics. What he found is that you can see the physical damage in the brains of the children who've been taught using this whole word method. And so now that we've had all this exposure about it, there's kind of a, a general awareness, at least in some quarters among parents, that our children ought to be learning phonics. And so uh, you even have a lot of parents who go to the teacher and say, hey, you better be teaching my kid phonics. Oh, don't worry, we're teaching phonics. But if you read the text of the Common Core, which is what's used in every public school in America now, uh, including in the states that resisted, by the way, uh, what you'll see is that in kindergarten, they have as one of the standards that the children need to start memorizing high frequency sight words. So they're training children and, and the way they do this, they'll, they'll do flashcards, they'll give them you know lists of words and you're supposed to memorize all these words. And so naive parents, they think they're helping their children. So what does this word say? What does this word say? And the kid has no idea that this is a, a series of symbols, each one representing a sound. They just say, oh, those squiggly lines. I remember that that means cat. Okay, cat. And the parents say, yay, he's reading. No, he's not reading. Not reading in the proper sense of the term. He just remembers that that series of squiggly lines is supposed to be associated with with the word cat. 
So it's very dangerous. And what they've started doing now in, in the common core, actually, they sprinkle in a little bit of phonics after they harm the child, after they develop that reflex of whole word reading. And it's incredibly damaging. And so that's why you have even some people who are very smart and who can memorize a lot of words and who can still work their way through school and kind of get away with not being totally literate. Um, they don't read, right? They don't go and read the Bible. They don't read for pleasure. They can really, if they struggle, they can kind of decipher a page, but they don't know what this word is. They don't know what that word is. They kind of fill in the blanks based on the context. So now they teach the kids, um, word attack skills, right? So what do you do when you come to a word that you haven't memorized? Well, let's use our word attack skills. Uh, instead of just teaching them how to read properly to begin with, you know, and, and I've done the, the experiments on this. I've got a bunch of children at home and I taught every one of them how to read in a couple months. It was a really simple process just by teaching them phonics. And, and then the teachers will come back and say, well, there's some words that don't uh, sound out exactly like they, they read on paper. And so then you still have to teach them sight words in case it's a word that uh, has an irregular pronunciation. No, uh, as Dr. Blumenfeld explained in Alpha Phonics, you just group them together with the proper grouping uh, and the children will be able to sound out those words even if the pronunciation is slightly irregular, they'll do just fine. So we have a system now where the overwhelming majority of American children are being taught to read using methods that we've known are quackery since Horace Mann introduced them into the public schools in Boston. And anybody who thinks that's an accident or that this is just stupidity, um, I've got some really nice beachfront property in Nebraska for sale. We can talk later. Well, it, it kind of, like I'm sitting here listening to you and I thought, oh my gosh, our kids are in private Christian school. And you start talking about flashcards and sight words. And I'm going, I was the dumb mom holding the flashcard. Listen, but our kids, know, they, they, have, they have phonics. And our, our kids are, they, everyone love to read. They, everyone pick up a book. You know, they read. And then I, I question myself. I'm like, wait a second. Are you actually reading? I mean, they all know how to read. They all sound them out. But it just, it just, it's like this moment where you go, oh my gosh. This is not right. How do I fix this? How do parents fix it? How, what, what do we tell people? Yeah, a lot of good points there. And yes, I've talked to a lot of teachers about this. And, and I have to be clear about this. The majority of teachers are, are just as much victims as the children. They, they went and they got a degree in education. They did what they were supposed to. They went to four years of college and the professor who has a PhD in education told them that you have to teach reading by doing flashcards, by doing the sight word list. And so they have no idea that they're harming these poor children. I mean, they wouldn't deliberately harm a child. They would be horrified by that. And so what do you do to fix it? Well, once the damage is done, it becomes very difficult to go back and fix it, but it is possible. And one of the things that Dr. Blumenfeld did a lot was help uh, children who had been harmed by the whole word method learn how to read properly. And, and it, it always stuck with me. He, he explained that when he was dealing with these children who had been victimized by the whole word method, he would then try to teach them phonics. And he said that the children often described it as painful. Right? Because what happens is um, the, the neural pathways in your brain, once you learn with the whole word method, they get kind of solidified in place. And so that's how your brain kind of builds a reflex that when it comes to a word, it approaches the word as if the word itself were a symbol. And so you have to break that reflex and that becomes very difficult. It is possible. Uh, Sam did it with many, many students and I've recommended it to parents who've told me, hey, my children were damaged by this. There's actually a very simple test to find out if a child was taught with whole word or with phonics, if they're reading with whole word or if they're reading with phonics. It's called the Miller 
word identification assessment. And what it is, is it's two lists of words. Uh, one of the lists is words that are almost always used in site, site word, a whole word method reading programs. The other is words that are very simple, but that are typically not taught as sight words. And so if your child does really good on the whole word list and really bad on the phonics list, you know that child has been a victim of the whole word method, the sight word method. If the child does good on both or does really good on the phonics one, then you're good. Uh, that means that the child learned phonics properly and they should, if they continue practicing, be able to read any word you put in front of them. Um, so it really is a challenge and there is a growing awareness about this. You know, I, I know of many, many rogue teachers who know about this. I, there, there's huge numbers of them all across America and they know that the Common Core program requires them to teach sight words to the children and that they're supposed to be memorizing these lists and all the rest of it, but they ignore that and just hope that the administration doesn't figure out. Sometimes the administration knows and they just kind of wink, wink, you know, we won't tell anybody. And they go, how do your kids get such good scores? Oh, you know, that's just my secret. Um, uh, so it's, it's an ongoing controversy. And it, and it is a tragedy of monumental proportions that so many millions of American children have been harmed by this. Um, when, when my wife and I first got to America some years ago, um, we ordered a bunch of phonics books and we assumed that they would be phonics books. And so we open them up and on the very first page, here's the list of words that your child is going to memorize. So a lot of parents who know that their children need phonics and who know that sight words are bad, or at least have some understanding that reading needs to be taught using phonics are being deceived by some of the publishers. So it's, um, it's very dangerous. And I tell parents, you really have to get familiar with this issue. There are a lot of good and popular phonics programs out there. And there's some that are really well known, right? Like Hooked on Phonics. I, I remember seeing the ad, Hooked on Phonics. Uh, there's little cartoons out there where the, there's letters that uh, dance and they, they make the sound. So th there are many kids who learn to read without even any formal training because they've been watching these cartoons or they've been doing the Hooked on Phonics thing. Um, so there are a lot of good programs like that. And once the child knows their phonics, uh, the sight words will just roll off of them because once the reflex in their mind is, is treating a word as a collection of symbols, each one making its own sound, then you could try to teach them sight words all day. They're not going to reverse their thinking and they're not going to start looking at words as symbols. They're just going to keep reading them the correct way. Um, and so that's really encouraging. But, uh, you know, the, the number of children who have been harmed by this quackery in reading, uh, and they've come up with new terms to disguise it because, you know, when whole word gets a bad smell, suddenly it's sight word. And when sight word gets a bad smell, now we're going to do balanced reading, which is kind of a hybrid of the two. So they, they come up with all these new terms to conceal the quackery, but it really is incredibly dangerous and it is pervasive, unfortunately, throughout the public school system, even many private schools, and even some homeschoolers, believe it or not, get sucked into this. Thank you guys for joining us and sticking around to the end. That's all the time we have for today. We hope you have a wonderfully blessed day. If you've missed any part of this conversation, go to fearlessfeatures.org where you can search the archives and get all of these shows. Have a wonderfully blessed day.